Welcome back to another episode of the Startup Therapy Podcast. This is Ryan Rutan from Startups.com, joined as ever by Will Schroeder, the founder and CEO of Startups.com. Will, let's talk about breaking up. Not you and me, <laughs> not you and me. We got to keep doing this thing, man. People seem to like it. Um, let's talk about what happens when breakups occur within the startup. Um, how many good stories do you remember of breakups throughout your career? I, I, this kills me to say, but I think like in my career, like nearly 30 years, I've probably employed maybe a thousand people if, if I really had to kind of put a number to it. And I think I can remember, and these aren't necessarily all the ones that happened, but I think I can remember like two good breakups, <laughs> like where we parted company on good terms. Oof. And there was a hug and it was like really meaningful and it felt great. But the ones I remember <laughs> were yeah. not those at all. <laughs> they were expletive laced. They yeah. were very intense. Um, in some cases, people, I mean, a lot of cases, people crying if you're letting people go. I mean, that's a very natural emotion. But yeah. they weren't good. And I think, you know, what we'll talk about today, early in my career, the problem for me is I just didn't appreciate what a bad breakup was, right? Because yeah. you haven't been around long enough to understand how many times that bad breakup is going to come back to haunt you yes. or in all the ways you would have never thought of. And we're not just talking, you know, today or anytime about uh, like an employee breakup, like letting someone go. Oh, that's pretty yeah. frequent. It's when you have to break up with investors. It's when you have to break up with customers. There's a lot of breakups to be had. Yeah. And, and if, if you're sitting in this seat, you know, if, if you're in the, 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 the founding team, if you're the folks running this thing, you're going to break up with a lot of people. A lot of folks. Things go well. You're going to have to let go of people that you know, can't keep up. If things go poorly, well, you're just going to have to let go of everybody. Uh, either way, <laughs> yep. there's a lot of breakups to be had. A lot of breakups. And people suck at them. Because yeah. I don't think they understand the cost. So, you know, I, I, I think, you know, let's dig into that a, a little bit today. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think it's, it's not understanding the cost. And I think in a lot of cases, because we've typically gone through the justification in our own heads, right? We've gone through the reason this needs to happen. We've talked it through ourselves. Whereas when the breakup happens, often for the other party, this is new news, and right. that's the part that I think we forget to manage sometimes is that like we've somehow made our peace with this and we've decided this is the right thing. Dare I say it? Sometimes we're even excited about it, right? It means yeah, some, letting, sometimes that's the reason. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like, you know, they're they're either toxic or they're just not good at their job. And, and you know, them not being there opens other opportunities and means that, you know, you can bring in somebody who's better different whatever it is that you're you're actually excited about moving forward and so you're having the exact opposite reaction right, right and right when people on opposite sides of the table in in any kind of a, a a breakup or negotiation discussion anything are in two very different places they tend to end poorly so let's unpack it all all right so before we get into this next topic i just want to let you know what we talk about here is like 1% of the conversation. You know, really this conversation is going on all day long online at groups.startups.com where Ryan and I pretty much talk endlessly with founders about every one of these topics. So if by the end of this discussion, you like the topic and you want to dig into it a little bit more with Ryan and I, just head to groups.startups.com and we'll pick it up from there. Sure. Well, you know, part of it is, let's, let's kind of start here. If things go well, it's kind of a forgotten moment. It is. 
But, but when they go poorly, that is what gets stamped in people's memories. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so when we talk about the cost of a bad breakup, you know, l- let's start here. I think a lot of people think, well, it's just, you know, it was a bad, tough conversation. That conversation is just the beginning. Yes. If we screw up the breakup, right? If we leave with bad blood, whether it's a customer, whether it's an employee, whether it's an investor, that is just the beginning of our nightmare. Yeah. Because here's what happens. People that are really pissed off about how you treated them tend to mention it to other people. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I would go so far as to say most of the internet is based on people bitching about what they're not happy about. (laughs) Yeah. If you become We're looking at you, Reddit. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like like every other Facebook post. Glassdoor isn't filled with current employees that are mad. It's filled with ex-employees that are mad, right? Yeah. Yelp. When, when people say, I'm rushing to Yelp because I'm so angry, they're not like, oh, well, I guess I have nothing to say. No. No. Those are the most intense reviews. Yeah. People will say a little bit about what they're happy about, but holy cow, they'll say a lot of bit about what they're not happy about. Yep. And that's on us, right? Yeah. That's on us. Yeah. 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 Making sure that, you know, hey, look, people will have bad experiences, right? Not everybody's right. going, it's not, it works not shrank, Shangri-La for everybody. We can't, we can't right. control all of that. Um, but I think that what happens at the very end, like at that point of breakup, has a lot to do with how they carry and how they choose to then express those sentiments, right? Whether they choose yeah. to go to Glassdoor and shout about it or whether they decide, look, it wasn't a good experience, but we ended it amicably. Um, I was treated with respect and dignity, and I was I was you know given a way out that that allowed me to maintain my self respect and that of my colleagues, and therefore I don't feel the need to come back in full assault mode, right? Which is the glass door piece, right? And one of the things I don't think we appreciate, you know, on the employer side or you know on the the investee side, if you will, is that. We're having one conversation among many. Yeah. If I have to break up with my investors, right, I may have to break up with like seven. Yeah. And, you know, talk to them about, you know, what happened, what didn't yep. happen, kind of why we're here, et cetera. And so I'm just thinking about seven conversations that we had, or I'm thinking about it as seven people I had to let go. Those are some of the most seminal moments of their lives. Correct. Right? So the asymmetry and impact is significant. Yeah. I remember uh, a year or two ago when, when COVID was starting, uh, Bird, the scooter company, let go of like 400 people over a Zoom call. I mean, it was, it was like this really, it was blown up because a lot of, um, you know, um, huge, huge yeah. kind of mass firings, layoffs, yeah. et cetera, yeah. were happening. And Airbnb did it, et cetera. But they did it in like this, this one form where it was like a recorded voice on a Zoom <laughs> telling 400 people they didn't have a job, oh right? It's like something so, out of a bad so, dystopian future movie. Like, this yeah, is like, yeah. And look, the corporation it, it, it has was released shitty all around. you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it, it was shitty yeah. all around. However, that was a moment for all 400 people that was going to have this exponential effect. And we'll get into how to treat people later. How, how, how right? like, I mean, just in terms of ways to bungle that. 
I'm not sure you could do much better. It's up there. Let's gather 400 people together. It's like, it's like if you were like, how could we turn this into something as close to a riot as possible? Let's get them all together <laughs> in one place, right? Well, virtually, but where they're all obviously able to talk to each other. And let's, right, right. let's do this in a very incendiary way. I mean, like it's, they, it's like they were asking, it's like they were asking for it. Um, you know, well, is, is this, was this some sort of like, uh, you know, deep state, um, uh, publicity stunt on their part? I hope so. Because if not, <laughs> just looks like stupidity. Well, they did achieve the publicity. Yeah, they just they got sure the did. wrong kind of publicity. But, but here in this case, this was again, that asymmetrical, uh, you know, kind of response. Not only did they let go of 400 people in the wrong way, but they also now created 400 people that are that are that are challenging against yeah. them every single yeah. day for years. Enemies. Those 400 people will remember that job, right, as that phone right. call, as that shitty, <laughs> un- inconsiderate yep. phone call where where they were treated like right. shit, right? And so, again, I, I'm not going to you know try to defend why they did it or you know how they could have yeah. done it. That's here nor there. The point is. Most people will will quit jobs. They don't necessarily get let go, yeah. right, or, or get separated. Most people, you know, will will work with an investor, and hopefully things go well. Most of the time, it doesn't. These things do happen. The changes do happen. What we're talking about is when we look at these changes, we can't be cavalier no. with them, right? We can't be like, oh, well, we're letting this person go. Good for us. Bad for them. We're gonna move on. We at least have to be considerate enough to say. Okay, there actually is some collateral damage to this, whether we like yeah. it or not. Maybe it's good for us, but there is a bad for, for us sure. that's out for there, sure. and we need to be considerate of that. And I don't think that's unreasonable at any level. You no, know I, mean? I don't think it's unreasonable from a human perspective, right? In terms of just thinking about what's going to happen to that person next and how this affects them, as you said. For us, this may be one out of a hundred conversations like that that we have over a year period or a two-year period or a five-year period right. or whatever. For them, right. it may be the only time they ever get fired in their entire lives. All right. That's exactly and my so, point. Yeah. Like for them, yeah. and again, like to your point, doesn't matter what else happened up to that point. It could have been pure Shangri-La, and yet just use we'll just continue to use bird as an example if you were to ask any one of those 400 people what their experience with bird was like what do you think the first story they're going to tell is you think it's gonna be like oh man there was this one time right exactly we were in a product meeting and i had this idea and i was scared to tell it but then i did and like I was so well received by management and and you know they applauded my courage for stepping up even though it was kind of you know above my pay grade no they're going to be like those assholes fired all of us at once <laughs> at one time on a zoom call yep. right it's so like right, that's exactly. the narrative and so that's what you're planting right. you want to talk about like uh, this is the human version of SEO. That content's going to exist, and it's going to get traffic. That's a great way to it's put gonna it. It's going to get traffic yep. because people yeah. will ask, right? And people will talk because well, at the end of the day, for that person, it's the only thing that they have left out of that is to be able to say, like, I was treated with indignity. It's the story they can tell, 
right? Because they know they were treated wrong. And so that's the one little thing that they can walk away with and feel okay about. Yeah, it's a bad story, but they weren't the bad actor in the story. So they're going to tell it. It's a piece of social cred for them. Right. Right. So that will exist. It will exist into the future. People will hear about it. And there's an internet now. So a lot of people will hear about it. So yes, these things have a ton of collateral domino effect damage. So from the human side, yes, you want to be a good actor, but also from your company's perspective, this is important, right? It will hurt you too, not just them. So you're doing yourself and everyone else a favor by not doing things like firing 400 people on a Zoom call. <laughs> well, well, let me build on that because you said something. You said um, there's your reputation yeah. personally and there's the company's reputation. They're not necessarily uh, you know, no. totally separate. So for example, when, when people have to shut down a startup and statistically yep. <laughs> most of the time they do have to shut down a startup and we, and we talked about this in a, in a previous episode, what the founders don't realize, they're so caught up in their own shit. You know, they're thinking, well, you know, here's how it affects me and, and here's how I was wrong and all, and all of these things. Yeah. And maybe all of that's true. I would argue it, in this case, it doesn't matter when it comes to the breakup because if you're breaking up with investors, you may forget that the investor circles are hundreds <laughs> of people yep. at its nexus, right? And only thousands right, as, right, as right. the rings go out, right? Which is to say... If you fire a hole in that boat because this year you were pissed off at how things went, how many people do they even need to talk to? And by the way, if you ever raise money again, no credible investor is ever going to not talk to those investors. Like you can guarantee, right, that this is going to be your resume in your reference. So I was talking to a founder last night, and uh, he's wrestling with the situation. Company's kind of out of money, and um, trying to figure out how to, you know, kind of take himself out of the situation. Which, by the yes. way, is the right move. It's actually what I recommended. You got to get out of this thing. But what I also say, and I say this a lot to founders when they're in this situation, is how you do this is how yep. they're going to remember everything. They'll remember that the company didn't work out, but what's most important at this very moment is you going out like a total yes. professional, right? And again, we talked about this in a, in a previous episode where we're saying y- you got to own it, right? You got to be able yep. to say this was on me, et cetera. But in the back of your mind, aside from just being a decent human, you have to realize that your reputation takes years to build yeah, yeah. and seconds to destroy. And yep. this is one of those seconds. Yep. This is specifically, like, if you had to, to rank them of all the seconds in your life that are going to matter on your reputation, <laughs> yeah. this is yeah. pretty much this at the top. There. Yeah, this is, not, right? this is not your moment to drop mic, walk out, slam door, right? Because that door never open, get, opens again. Nope. And I think that where, where this gets misunderstood is that people assume that the failure is the failure, and that's it, and that writes the resume. But that's absolutely not true. Right. Because you right. and I can point to hundreds right. of examples of founders who have raised funds, failed, restarted something else, and gone back to the same investors and gotten money a second time or a third time because, because of, of that exit, it. right? Yeah. The failure's yep. not the failure. The, yep. the failure and your inability to return to that is in that moment where you decide to drop the match on that bridge and then run across it 
based on the way you handle that communication. So you're absolutely right. Well, like this is one of those moments in time where like you can ruin your ability to go back to that well in an instant. Like it's just, it's a second in time where it can inextricably uh, change your path, right? You will no longer be able to separate yourself from that reputation because as you said, this is a small group of people at the top and not much bigger even as you move down that pyramid and that news will travel and absolutely you will poison the well and you will not be able to go back. However, um, treated appropriately, it doesn't impact that much, right? Like you said, most startups will fail. Most investments will fail. That does not mean that just right. because you failed once, you cannot get investment again. We know plenty of folks who have gone back time and time again after failure sure. and finally hit a success or not. Right? Some of them just continue to fail. That happens too. Um, right, right. But yeah, how you leave it um, is, is dictates what the next steps can be. It either closes that path completely or leaves it open. You, you bet. You know, by the way, I just want to mention if what we're talking about today sounds like the kind of discussion you wish you were having more often, you actually can. You know, we're online all day, every day, working through exactly these types of topics with founders just like you. So any question you would have or maybe some problem you just want to work through, we're here and we love this stuff. And we're easy to find. You know, head over to groups.startups.com and let's just start talking. I think, you know, for, for me, what I didn't understand early in my career, let's say in my 20s, and a lot of folks listening are in their 20s, so, so I'd, I'd say definitely listen to this part. We haven't been around the world, you know, long enough yeah. in order at that point to understand how this is going to affect us down the road. Correct. We just haven't seen it yet. Yep. We will. You guarantee you, you will see it. <laughs> so when, when, you know, we break up with a co-founder and we're like, F that guy, you know, like, you know, whatever. We're better off without him. Yep. Oh, okay. Here's what you don't see yet. That guy winds up going to another company. He goes to a venture firm. He goes somewhere else where he can wreak so much havoc on your career. Here's the worst part, and you never see it, yep. right? You never see all the calls you never got. You never see all the people that called him and said, hey, yeah. you worked with Ryan. Uh, what was he like to work with? And then never called you. All the customers, all the employees, all the investors, yeah. all the partners. And now take the, take that 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 giant grenade of your future that you threw out there, and now multiply that by every interaction that you have, right? Right, and think of how much damage a single blown relationship can do, compounded over time. Sure. And and we're on the other side of it, Ryan. You know, you know, we're we're decades later, <laughs> and and we see both. Yeah. We see where we did well by people. Yep. Yeah. It comes up. Um, I was at, uh, uh, I was at an event last night and, uh, a guy that I worked with that I haven't worked with for 20 years was at the event and, and I haven't seen him since. Uh, incidentally, he proposed to his wife at my house. Like, I mean, so it was like kind of cool. Yeah. I saw his wife since then and they're still together. Great. Um, but I had this really cool effect on their life. Right. And it was this amazing, powerful conversation. And he had some, uh, leads for me and, and you know, places you want to introduce me. It was wonderful an example of when things yes. go well, right? Like he wanted to help. I've got plenty of, of run-ins that could have gone very differently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Which again would have been a little more expletive laden, and their spouses would have definitely jumped yeah, in. Yeah, there's one. a couple of people I can think of that if, if you and I encountered together, we would immediately like don the, the, the Groucho Marx glasses and duck and run the other way. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Just disappear. Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, if we advance this a bit, if we talk about not only the cost of the bad breakup, but like those final words, like specifically, yeah. let's get a little more tactical here. The kinds of things that we're saying in that moment, and let's kind of isolate for just a moment. I just want to just talk about just the conversation, the final conversation, the actual breakup conversation, kind of the, the context of it, a bit about, um, you know, what should and shouldn't we say? What should we bring to the table? What should we kind of leave yeah. at home? Um, I, you know, I, I'd, I'd kick it off, and then I'll kick it back to you, but I'd kick it off by saying we have a very limited window. Let's call it 20 to 30 minutes, no matter how long this conversation is, to probably say all the most important words, and the rest of them kind of don't yeah. matter. No one hears what you say after the words, I'm leaving you. Right, right. Right. It, it, it's like wah wah wah. It, it doesn't <laughs> you, matter you after that. They just hear Brown those teacher. words, and then yep. they, exactly right. And they and they they tune everything out. But I do believe that we have to be very very mindful of exactly what we say because we have to think of that as being like cast in stone forever. Yeah. Like those words yeah. matter. You know, we were talking about the bird thing. That matters. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's interesting because you're talking about the last conversation, and and there is always a final conversation, right? At least in in that context, you may come back and talk to them again right. in the future. But in in the context that we're talking about, there is that final conversation. Um, one of the things that I've done is is actually break that into to two conversations, um, because I think you're you're absolutely right at that moment where it's we're breaking up comes out it's it's shocking right um even again even right. if even if there were print plenty of prelude right to this like and you've you've given reviews right. you've given notice there's probation there's whatever and they sort of know it's coming there's still that like you know skin crawling you know can't hear right every like just the, the world starts to close in on you moment when it finally happens. And so I've had some success in the past with breaking the conversation into two parts where that piece mm -hmm. gets delivered with all of the things that are required to sort of, from an HR perspective, from a legal perspective, to make sure that you've covered your bases and that you've, you've done the breakup right. If we're talking sure. about an employee, if it's an investor, it's a different story. Um, I'm speaking specifically about an employee breakup at this point. And breaking that into two conversations, because what I found is that people just don't have the ability to hear anything else in that moment because they're right. they're in shock and, and they're just shut down, right? They can't hear you, but there are these important things that you want to say to them, right? Beyond all of the sure. legal necessities, right? There are things that you want to say um, to help them on their way, right? We talked about this more specifically in an episode around employee breakups, so I won't go into a ton of detail here. You can go listen to that episode. Um, it was a fairly early one, and it's a really important one. Um, but where I had some success was breaking this into two conversations. One, give them the bad news, and then two, open the door for two-way feedback, for them to talk about it to me and for yep. me to talk about it with them if they wanted to. 
Um, and right. those right. typically went pretty well. Those are the ones that I remember. When those were agreed to, those were the ones that, that I can remember that actually ended well. Um, and the things that I tried to focus on in those were not the reasons. Like, it wasn't a rehash of, here's why I had to do this. I'm not justifying my decision. It was... Right here's what I think you can do going forward to leverage the things that you were good at, right? Assuming that there, some of those things existed. Good in some point. cases, yep. that was very difficult. Um, in others, it was really trying to talk about, you know, here are your superpowers. Here are your leverageable skills. Here are the things to focus on. Here are the things, and, you know, build them up a bit to try to give them some momentum as they go on and do that next thing. Because that's where their head's at. That's all they're right. thinking about now, right? All they care about is, how yep. do I recover yep. from this situation? They're gone. Right? Again, very different with investors. They're yep. like, yeah, you failed. We saw it coming six months before you did. Right. Bye. Right. Um, we'll, we'll talk to you again if you got another great idea. Um, but with the employee, they're worried about where's the next paycheck going to come from. And so they ended far better when it was, here are the things that I think that you did amazingly well. These are the things that, that I, would, I would leverage in the resume, in your conversations with people. Um, and we talked about this in the other episode. And let me know how I can help and let me know how I can open up my Rolodex to help you find opportunities, right? And you and I have both made a practice of doing that. And I think that goes a long way in maintaining that goodwill. And it's just a good thing to do, right? So the thing is, I think a lot of founders, and just because we're all people, want to use that as a moment of, of my personal validation. Here's where I get to vent about what's on my mind, what my feelings are, right? Let me share that with you. I'm talking to an investor. Let me tell you how screwed I got in all this, how much money I lost, how, how much that, you know, you didn't yeah. help me, you know, seek the right outcome. Sounds yep. awesome. And if you have those feelings, by all means, share them. Just not with your investors, right? Share them with your spouse. <laughs> share them with another. Like, yes. there is no mileage yeah. In, yeah, yeah. in being able to vent. Right. And, and honestly, yeah. I would argue, and, 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 and maybe there's, there's a counter case here, but I think that's just childish and unprofessional. I think if there's ever a time where you're doing a breakup like this, it's the one time as a professional to shut the hell up and just take it. Right. And, yeah. and, and a lot of people will say, no, that's not true. Like, you know, if I feel a certain way, I should be able to express it. By all means, do. And understand that when you do, there is now an exponential, and I'm going to argue, useless consequence that yeah. you're taking with it. If you want to yep. lay into the investor about how shitty they were during the whole time that they worked with you, awesome. That buys you what exactly? Oh, well, maybe next time they'll know not to treat people like that. No. <laughs> next time they'll know <laughs> right, you're an no. asshole, right? And not right. work with you it, again. Next right, time it, buys, it buys you not working with them, which you can easily do by simply not asking to work with them, right? It's not like they're just going to come chasing you with bags of money. Th so that's a, that's a self-soothing problem. Yeah, this idea learn. that it's this teaching moment that everyone's going to be like, yeah. oh, you know, you lost yeah. all my money or you're, you're, you're uh, eliminating my job. Please teach me in this moment. It's like, right, right. Let teach me, know me why it was another moment. Maybe next week, next <laughs> month. This, this ain't the time. This yeah. is the time to, if nothing else, show some contrition, yep. show some empathy, show yep. just some, some human connection to say, yeah. hey, I understand this is tough, right? Yeah. But also to be able to say, I understand, right? Because often we're so busy, we're so concerned with being heard that we don't stop and say, I'm listening and I understand. And that's right, actually right. what people on the other side of the, the table need to hear. Yeah. It's not, not a very popular sentiment, sentiment in, my, uh, 
in my experience. Yeah, no, no, it's it's it, it's not. And like, unfortunately, again, people just aren't considering the cost of that, right? They right. they they feel the need to justify themselves in that moment, which buys them a moment, if that, and only for themselves, because nobody else in the room is going to feel the same way. Right? right. They're not going right, to be like, right. "Oh, damn, you're right." Three cheers for Ryan. Um, right. They're just going to think. Well, he continues to be an asshole, um, <laughs> and uh, and they're just waiting for you to leave at that point. And then they're assuming or guaranteeing that you won't come back, right? So that's what it really right. buys you. And, right. and so I think that this is again like one of those moments where it's important to get it right. It is, and I think the the, the verbs you use, the actual words you use, matter because those will for be sure. forever stamped in how that relationship ended. And if you really think about how the relationship ended, what you're really talking about is the relationship still exists. Yeah. It just now exists in a very different form. Yes. And we have a, a limited amount of power to control like which direction it goes. We can 100%. make it way shittier, and now we have a relationship that's a massive liability, or we can make it marginally better, and we have a relationship that can be built back into you know, an asset at some point. But that's entirely yes. up to us. And what I yeah. think people miss is this is a pretty small moment, right? I mean, if you think about the actual, the amount of time that we're talking about, right? We're talking about, in some cases, minutes. Like, the Zoom call for Bird, it wasn't a three-hour Zoom call, right? It was ones of minutes, like, at its core, <laughs> at the important part, right? <laughs> where they said you're all fired, right? Just keeps um, getting worse. Oh, it, okay, okay, so it, it, it's deliberately one of the worst examples ever. But yeah. my point is, if we were looking at that moment, you know, from from management standpoint, and we said, okay, we're probably going to have 15 minutes of this conversation, right? Not only does our word choice matter, but everything that we walk out of the room with, right? For example, in certain cases when we've had to let folks go or folks have moved on from the organization, we've walked out with a hug. It was actually like a really incredible moment, yeah. right? Because, yeah, yeah. you know, we're both excited about maybe their next journey, et cetera, or we did a really good job of saying, hey, it didn't work out, but here's how we're going to support you going forward. We still love you. It just, it just isn't the spot for you, which, by the way, mattered. Yes. Um, they still didn't have a job. They were still worried, et cetera, but they didn't feel like they were mistreated, which is a huge difference. They don't feel like they're mistreated and, or alone, right? Because I think that's alone the other thing. Alone is a great point. When, great point. When, when the relationship ends on a sour note, they're all of a sudden completely isolated. When it doesn't, and it feels like that door is still open, not in the same way, right? You said the relationship has changed, but there's still a line of communication and there's still an ability to help. Again, you know, they weren't the right fit for us at that time. It doesn't mean right. that they weren't fit for any type of work. Obviously, most people will go on and get another job. Um, and, and again, we talked about being part of that process and, and, and why that's a good thing to do, not just from a reputation standpoint, but because it's the right thing to do. Um, and, and so I think that that, again, completely changes how things end, right? When they, when they don't feel that isolation, when they don't feel that desperation, it gives them a reason to go on and do something positive, which is to begin the job search, to go to the network, to maybe even reach back to us for help with that, um, and receive it versus going to Glassdoor, um, trying to figure out how to put less than one star and saying <laughs> bad words about us, right? right. Uh, Agreed. It's important. 
I got a lesson actually from one of our own staff about what a genius pro move post-breakup is. And, and, and by the way, this isn't like a scheme or anything. It's just an, an incredibly human thing to do. And I, I was just so impressed by it. Uh, we, we had an employee that we had to break up with uh, a while back. Yeah. And uh, in it, in it, we both saw it coming, um, you know, a great guy, et cetera. So, so it wasn't like, you know, uh, 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 these are fighting words kind of thing. But afterward, uh, a week later, um, he sent me a, a bottle of my favorite vodka uh, w- with an inscription on it, basically just saying, hey, man, you know, it, it didn't work out, but, but the, the time together meant a lot to me, right? Coolest thing in the world, right? The, the, the vodka didn't cost all, all, uh, all the money in the world, and the inscription was actually ex- exceptionally cool, but the consideration was awesome. And I'll give you the flip side. So that was actually somebody being let go, yeah. doing something that cool, which I thought was was the most pro move I've ever seen. Yep. The converse is often, you know, when we've had to break up with, it could be a customer, it could be an, uh, an investor, it could be an employee, it doesn't matter who. Yeah, and they a follow up nuclear call. instead. Yeah, Yeah. a follow-up call. How are you doing? Right, that's it. 99% of the time, um, that just the, the gesture alone goes for miles, yep. right? Now, the 1% of time, maybe people don't respond, et cetera, but I've had almost 100% response to that, and it wasn't disingenuous. Like, I, I wanted to make sure they were okay, right? But it changed everything. I don't think we realize that the point of breakup isn't the last touch point. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're, like you said, they're going to go home. They're going to process. They're going to think about this. They're going to stew, right? And what they're going to do is they're going to take it very personally. We're humans, right? We take stuff personally. Yes. When things cool down, a simple gesture to say, hey, still love you, right, um, is, is so powerful. And if we think about this exponential effect, Ryan, of all the people that that person's going to touch in the future, you got to think about it. How could you not do that? Right. Even if you weren't this most empathetic person, even if you were just this Dr. Evil plotting version, this Machiavellian version, <laughs> yeah. right, that was still better you know, for you. To, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah. Um, I'm saying, what? Either way you take it, it's still the pro move. Yeah, it is, and and, and it should be done. It, it's funny, and and sometimes they happen a bit accidentally. It, funny timing. I just did this yesterday. This is going to sound like bullshit because it's it's such perfect timing. Yesterday, I was searching for an email, and in the search results for the email I was looking for, popped up a very different email, and it was a a a disgruntled client from. I don't know, nine months ago now, um, who was who was unhappy about something, and I got roped in. You got roped in. I think they basically just started to email everybody in the company that they felt like had a title sure. who could do something about it, right? And so it was just like this this huge situation um, created out of not much, right? It was very important to them, and, and so we jumped in, right. tried to solve it. I spent significant personal time trying to help reconcile. It turned out to be irreconcilable. We broke up um, on relatively good terms, but still, you know, they weren't satisfied with with, with what happened, right? Still a breakup. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I just happened to stumble across that email thread. And so last night at 1130, I sent a note to that founder saying, Hey, just wanted to check in and see how things are going. Um, did you continue with the planned fundraise? How's that going? Um, you know, anywhere um, I can be useful, let me know. Blah blah blah. Right. Get this wonderful email back in the morning. Funny, I was thinking about you just the other day and how nicely you handled the way things ended. 
right? So not only were they actually pleased in the moment, which I didn't know because she didn't express that at the time, but now I know that, right? And, you know, so great of you to follow up. Actually, we do have some news that'll be coming. Can't talk about it yet, blah, blah, blah. Um, But um, I will send you an email the the minute it's, 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 it's public information and would love to get your feedback on some of this, right? So it's, it's amazing, you know, how just like one little touch can completely change the spin and, and, and reignite a relationship that maybe ended prematurely for the wrong reasons. Um, yep. Uh, and I want to go back to something really quickly here, which is this, the, this collateral effect, right? And the collateral damage and reputation that can be done. Right? Now, I don't know how sure. many other people... Uh, this founder talked to or or whether they talked to anybody or not. And, and that's kind of the point. You don't have a lot of control over that. I have a story right, right. now around doing some, some, some reputation control um, here locally. And it's, it's kind of a funny story because it, this is actually positive reputation, but that I haven't earned. Okay. So we've run into this situation where, um, my wife and I were used in publicity for a friend's project, a very big and very visible project here where we live in Antigua. And we were used in a video and some Instagram posts as people who are participating in, in this business, um, but like as customers, as users, right? Just as, as part of this sure. community. Um, and all of a sudden, as we're walking around town, we start getting congratulated on our project, and it didn't occur to us until like the fourth person that said it, people started to, they thought it was our project. And so ah. we've had to go back. And so now, interestingly, on one hand, like there's this, 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 this you know, wonderfully positive spin around like, oh, you've done this great thing for, for the town. Thank you for, you know, Billy, this looks like a great project. Awesome, wonderful. And then we're, you know, explaining one off. That's not the, that's not really the case. But then on the other hand, I've got, I now have damage control to do with my friend who's, this is actually their project because I need them to know that I'm not running around town going, it's mine, it's mine, it's mine, because how would they know? (laughs) Because neither of us saw this coming. Right, right, right. Right, so it just just goes to show like how quickly things can spread and that you have very little control. In this case, it was a positive thing. Um, In most cases, I would argue, um, you're not accidentally going to be given laurels you don't deserve. That rarely happens. Um, just happened to be a funny right. case that's existing in my life right now. So it is super, super important to consider these things because they can and will spread without your knowledge. And there's very little that you can actually do once it's in the wild. So best to keep that's it contained. To it. Um, best to keep it positive. Um, and, and simply act with the best intentions and all will go better. Right. Look, what we're really talking about here is there, we're talking about in some cases, ones of minutes, Ryan, that have so much effect on our company's reputation, on our reputation and all of those minutes are typically at the end. Yeah. And so if, if we're thinking about parting company with whomever it is, we have to be so structured and so strategic about exactly what words come out of our mouth. We have to be thoughtful. We have to be empathetic during that moment. We don't get the opportunity to just vent. We have to think about what the follow-up looks like because we have to think about this is just a moment in time, but the true, true cost, the true, true moment is every interaction we have for the rest of our lives. 
All right, so that was fun. But let's actually keep this conversation going. You've heard what we think about this, but, you know, Ryan and I would really like to hear what you think. And we're online, like, all day long, pretty much talking about every startup topic you could think of, from fundraising to customer acquisition to just really how to get all of this crazy startup stuff out of your head. And there's tons of other founders just like you. They're weighing in on these topics. So you'll get a chance to just hang out and meet some really smart founders. We're also super, super easy to find. You head over to groups.startups.com and let Ryan and I hear what's on your mind. Let's get to know each other a little bit and let's just start having more of these conversations.